0: Hello and a very warm welcome. This is Bernard Karras and you're listening to another episode of Be Your Own Manager, the career and entrepreneurship podcast for classical musicians. Today, I talk about your secret pet projects. Yes, that's all these wonderful projects you're actually doing and you're not, never telling me about. But before that... I just wanted to make you aware of what's coming up in the BYOM Academy. On March 2nd, we start the next base course, which is a 13-week course covering all the elements from career management, from marketing, sales, how to do a website, and much more. And it is a great way of actually getting into the classical music industry and understanding also our wonderful BYUM community. We have normally people who come from any background, younger ones, older ones, more experience, less experience. And that makes actually the class so fascinating and interesting. Now, another thing I just wanted to make you aware of that I also recorded the first self-paced course which is a course on career management and career strategy to be clear and it is three 20-minute lectures with a couple of exercises and an intro and homework and some additional material which is also available on beyourownmanager.com. Check it out. It might be a good way to learn at your own pace and come and join us. So enough about us. Let's get back to your favorite pet project. Well, so often I have wonderful musicians or creative people in my coaching practice who tell me after quite a while that they have these secret pet projects. They haven't dared to tell anyone about them. But actually, when I listen to them, they're absolutely fascinating. So there are musicians writing their own music sometimes in completely different genres. There are musicians who explore playing different genres. Yes, I had, for example, a classical pianist who loves to play hard rock or even heavy metal. Then there are other great artists, musicians, for example, who love to paint and who do amazing paintings. There are people who write, who love to cook, who do so many other things but are absolutely afraid to tell the world about their creative pet projects. What a mistake! Well, this mistake is not so surprising because it comes from fear. And the fear actually you can divide it in three sources of that fear. The first one, and the most obvious one, is everybody is afraid of their image, of their brand outside. What will other people think about you if you as a violinist love to play film music? If you as a singer sometimes venture into pop songs? Or as a cellist, you love to play covers of Elton John. Well, actually, who cares what the outside world thinks as long as you like it? And I'll come to a couple of examples of people who made their pet projects actually as an important and integral part of who they are. The second fear is very often that especially musicians, fear it's not good enough. It's very much the personal doubts which a lot of musicians have even after having done an amazing career. And that goes back to how classical musicians are brought up. You're told since childhood that you need to practice and after having practiced for 20 years or so, it might be okay that you perform in public. Well, what you underestimate here is that your early musical education actually is a fantastic base for any other creative endeavors. So you don't need to spend another 10,000 hours on painting, on cooking, on pop music or writing music or anything else because you have a fantastic base. So do question your personal doubts where they come from and if they come from your teachers, your parents, from how you came up as a musician, perhaps it's a good time to rethink them and have a different viewpoint on that. Well, the last point certainly is, and that comes back a bit probably, the first one is related to the image, is the very conservative classical music world. We are terribly afraid, if we are known for our Bach interpretations, that someone could say, how could this person actually play jazz? Well, I hope you all remember the wonderful recordings of Keith Jarrett playing Bach's piano music. So, this conservative vision we have in classical music is still there to a certain degree, but especially through the COVID-19 it will change, and it will change massively. So you can use your creative pad project to be a driver of that change, to be in front of the change when others actually will figure it out much later. And I do have a couple of examples for you. I would love to start with Lenny Bernstein, whom I've met personally, who I've seen conducting so often, who wrote such fantastic music. And when asked about writing musicals and even cabaret songs and so on, if he is leaving the the good and the great classical music, he said, you know, there's nothing great about classical music, there's just good or bad music. It's not about the genre. And that's something which is really worthwhile remembering. I've also experienced the wonderful Austrian pianist Friedrich Golder, and I can remember a concert where he played... uh, Mozart Piano Concerto in the first half. And it was wonderful. It was absolutely amazing. His interpretation of Mozart, also Beethoven, Schubert and so on, was stunning. And then in the second half of that, he joined his band to play jazz. It was beautiful. It was just fitting. It was absolutely great. But I have also two more recent examples for you. One is the very good um, violinist and conductor Joji Hattori of Japanese descent, brought up in Vienna, um, went to the menu in school and he has an amazing love for cooking. Well, a couple of years ago he actually opened an amazing Japanese restaurant here in Vienna and I just can tell you go there if you can because he is always involved in the creative process of creating a new menu, a new dish, and so on. And he still conducts and plays. So, you know, it's possible. Or another one is the cellist Marie Speemann. I met Marie when she was pretty young and asked her to play for the Vienna Concert House at an event in New York. And she played beautifully, including a sambach, if I remember right. Later on, she ventured into singer-songwriting and she brought out her first albums and it's beautiful and it's a wonderful addition actually to her classical music and in one of her albums it's not only her singer-songwriter songs but it's also some classical music there. Really beautiful, amazing. Now why is it actually important that you take that seriously? That when you have your secret pet projects to actually unearth them and tell the world about it? Well, many people who have done a course with me or read my book um, have heard about the concept of a love mug. And the love mug is so much more than what I can explain in that podcast. And by the way, the concept is also explained in the self-paced digital recorded lecture which is online at the moment and you can watch it there. But a love mark tells so much about the emotions, about involving more senses, about secrets and so on. So if you do have a secret pad project, doesn't it play wonderfully in the love mark? Doesn't it help you greatly to differentiate yourself? If you think about cellists, there are a lot of fantastic cellists out there who really play great, great music, classical music. But then there is, for example, Maurice Bayman, Fantastic cellist, but already somebody else. And there are a couple of them who do their own thing and it made them really great. So you can use your secret pet project to really differentiate yourself to create your own love mark, to be unique and to be special. And that's why I would love to encourage you to overcome that fears of whatever the outside world might think, whatever actually fits into this old-fashioned, dinosaur, classical music world, but also how to overcome your own personal fears which are, are related to your upbringing, to your musical upbringing. So, I do hope that I encouraged you to take your secret pet projects seriously and get them out there and please do share them with the world, but also with me. And if you have a secret pet project you would love to talk about, you're always invited to come on that podcast and share it with the world. So, thanks so much for listening today. I hope it was something which was helpful to you. And I would love to see you at some of the courses Or reach out to me if you have any questions. You always can come to a coaching session or a block of coaching sessions if this is something you would find helpful. So, I hope to see you and have you back next week. Have a good week and speak to you soon. Thanks so much for listening. This was Be Your Own Manager, the career podcast for classical musicians. And my name is Bernhard Karras. Bye-bye.